You're tuning in to Give Yourself a Promotion, the podcast that teaches you to build your career and business by giving your life a promotion with a sprinkle of legacy planning. What's up, guys, and welcome to this week's solo episode of Give Yourself a Promotion. It's your host, Armani Diggs, and if you're just tuning in to my solo episodes, these are going to be all about ways to grow your business, your legacy, and your careers. Today's episode is about getting clients in your service-based business that pays and why the knowledge industry is here to stay for a while. Now, when I say this, people often look at me like, what are you talking about, Armani? But for folks who know my story, why now? The knowledge industry is literally a $320 billion industry and growing with around $230,000 worth of courses and programs sold every minute. And for the average price paid, you're looking at anywhere between $2,000 to $10,000 per course. Now, that may sound extreme, but it's true. And when I first started out in the training and knowledge industry 10 years ago, I was literally a fish out of water, just learning how to put together training on site, building programs, creating content, you name it. So I studied. I studied what industries wanted and then capitalized off the opportunity to build a profitable agency. So what can you do to get a piece of that pie? Here's the biggest excuse I hear. Course creation and coaching is oversaturated. That's bull crap. And I will say it's just another excuse to put it off. But before you think about joining a competitive market, you must, you must study your industry and create a product that's proprietary. Proprietary meaning it has to be something like a signature system that hasn't been done before to help your clients reach a solution. Now, you must be able to show your audience that why what you have to say is life changing or even business changing. Um, And if your message is unclear, your audience will ultimately diminish or have no desire to even want to work with you or move forward with your content. So I'm going to be dropping six simple ways to get started in this business right away. But first, let's talk about if you currently even have a business or even a product to sell. Now, I have to touch on this because I've had several clients confuse the two. When you are building a service-based business in this industry, you should be building with the intent to employ or the intent to run without you. Examples of this may be agency owners, consulting firms, etc. Now, if you're simply building a product to sell as an entrepreneur, that works as well. However, it should be set up as a brand. So examples of this may be coaching or off-the-shelf products. So first, I'm going to drop tip one, become a consultant. Identify a solution to a life-changing problem that you know you can solve. Now, in most cases, when you're first starting out, you have to think about what you already have experience in, some of the challenges you've seen in that industry, and how did you come up with a solution that's proven to be successful. Now, we may all think we have a solution to a problem, but it has to be tested. And if you're just starting out and you need, you definitely need a viable product and a proprietary system that stands out. The best consultants in the industry have experience to show why their process works. Now, tip number two, learn how to facilitate. This is my baby. Learn how to facilitate. Facilitation is literally the foundation of the knowledge industry in any business. In order for people to understand your product or service you're selling, you must be able to illustrate the benefits of it. Leave out the features. We, the features are like the shiny object things that it's nice to know. But how is it going to help me solve my problem? 
So people ultimately care about how you can fix their problem. Create a story behind your product so that it's relatable to the person that's listening. Who's listening should be your ideal avatar. Or in other words, what people will say is your dream client. Now, when you facilitate, you want them to feel like you're in their head. You get them. You understand them. You understand their problem and you can fix it. Tip number three, subcontract. Subcontract. If people who don't know what this is, it's just literally another easy way to get clients funneled right away into your network and your business. So you want to find opportunities to subcontract on what we call under another prime contractor to get experience and to get business as well. This is something that you may see a lot in large government or state contract solicitations. Also for people who are small business owners that are just getting started out and they have a, a mentor that will be able to possibly get them um, in their network. So they want to work under them for a little bit under that tutelage. In many cases, your next client may be via word of mouth. And that's a great way to start gaining more clients, but it shouldn't stop there. And you have to always think about opportunities to scale because that can be a very tiresome, tiresome thing to do. Subcontracting can also be a gold mine for your business because you have now gained exposure to a larger network that can continue to grow your company and your brand. Tip number four, always think about joining professional networks in your industry. So you have to be prepared to invest in those affiliations. It's a great way to list your company and service services via membership platforms, which opens the opportunity for a new clientele without having to always chase them. Um, tip number five, LinkedIn Profinder. So for those of you who are not familiar, familiar with this, um, it's been around for quite a bit, but it can be an absolute gem for your, your business. And if you optimize your profile correctly, it could be a gold mine as well. LinkedIn Profinder is essentially a tool that people use to find freelancers or contractors to solve a problem right away. So it's similar to like Upwork or Fiverr, but it's far more sophisticated in my opinion. Um, what you may see, you may see a lot of low price products and sometimes you get what you pay for on Upwork and Fiverr, whereas LinkedIn Profinder is a great way for someone to submit a request identifying their need and you can respond right away to their proposal with your capability statement and your prices. And for those of you who don't know what those things are, again, um, we'll talk about it probably in a later podcast, but that's something you can start to think about. And the good news is, is that you'll only get requests based on your industry. So for example, if you're an executive coach and you've identified coaching as your industry, you will only get requests that's in that industry. You won't see requests for resume writing or any other skill set that people are looking for. So one important tip to remember is that you know, LinkedIn Profinder is an application process. So in order for you to be identified as a pro, your profile must illustrate that experience. If it doesn't, you will most likely be denied. Tip number six is a biggie. And it's something that we don't think about very often, but try to offer referral partnerships or think about referral partnerships, joining those things. Because um, people often ask for suggestions on a lot of different professional services, but we don't want to be the jack of all trades. We are probably only an expert in one lane. If you are in other lanes, that's amazing. But don't don't look at it as an opportunity to get to get a chance to know everything. Be able to know people who can also outsource the service, too. So people are always looking for ways to grow their business without paying for advertising up front. So your intent is to 
set up those referral contracts by negotiating with business owners that could benefit from the extra customers or clients. So this is a perfect opportunity to outsource outsource some aspects of your business that's not your expertise, but will help your clients be more successful. That's what it's all about. So if you know that a little subset of their their need is something that you can't provide, but you can provide 90% of it, that's absolutely amazing. But you ultimately want them to be successful because successful clients brings good business. So a good example of this is marketing. If you know in order for your client to be successful, they need appropriate marketing, and you don't necessarily provide that, then you offer a referral partnership to an expert and then charge a fee for it. So it's an assignment fee. The agreement is that you're being paid for every business referral you send to that particular expert and vice versa. So if you want to also reciprocate their process and they bring business to you, you can negotiate that as well. This is absolutely excellent for anyone that's in a service-based business or even that's thinking about it from an entrepreneurial perspective because um, it continues to grow your network. So for those of you who have joined in, um, I've dropped six quick tips for you to consider when you're trying to get into this industry and when you're trying to get into service-based businesses. It can be an uphill battle. But again, if you follow these six tri- these six tricks, ooh, I have a bit of a tongue twister, then I will guarantee you, you will be highly successful in this business. So today, that's our solo episode. Thank you for listening. See you next week.